What is up, guys? And welcome to another episode of my podcast, Deep Thoughts with Darby. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. John 3.16 This is one of the most popular verses within the Christian community. And even if you're not a part of the Christian community, I'm pretty sure you've probably heard this in your life. So in this verse, it's talking about God giving his one and only son, Jesus, to take our sins and be the sacrifice for our sins that we can have eternal life. And you may be thinking, okay, well, that's kind of weird. Why is that the case? Well, last week we talked about sin and the power that it can have over our lives and the significance that it can be very controlling and it can lead to all sorts of things. So this week we're going to be covering Jesus and who he is and why we need him. So just going back from this verse of John 3.16, we see that God, right, loved the world, meaning that he loved us, right, humanity. And and I kind of want to insert something here. Um, he loved the world, but he didn't love the sin in the world, right? He loved us despite our sin. And I just want to you know, put that out there because if you're thinking that you're perfect and that's why he loves you, that is not the case, right? As we obviously saw last week, none of us are perfect. None of us are righteous, though we may think that we are. Okay, second of all, um, he gave his one and only son, right? Jesus, um, and many of you may not know this, but Jesus is God's son. And so God sent him down to earth, right, to be the ultimate sacrifice for our sins, which we will get into in a couple of minutes, that whoever believes in him believes in Jesus shall not perish but have eternal life and by perish we're not talking about physical you know death not being able to live forever on this earth but we're talking about eternal life so this week we're going to be starting in jumping between Hebrews and Romans so i just want to pick up in Hebrews 9:22 and so before we get into this um i just want to let you know that Back in the Old Testament, people would actually give animals, they would sacrifice animals um, to be the sacrifice to God and to allow forgiveness for their sins. It was kind of like a purification thing or an atonement for their sins. And if we, you don't know what that means, that means kind of to make amends for a wrong that someone had done. So if someone, say, committed a sin, what they would typically do back in the day is they would sacrifice an animal Typically, they would bring it to a temple or a high priest, and, and they would sacrifice that animal to God um, to be made right with God. Okay, however, we see that that's not the case, that it's obviously something that we don't typically do today. And, and this is because we had Jesus, right? Jesus took the place of all those animals because God knew that those wouldn't be enough to forgive us of our sins, that the blood of the animals are not enough. And okay, so you may be thinking, well, why does there need to be blood? Hebrews 9.22 says, In fact, according to the law of Moses, nearly everything was purified with blood. For without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. Okay, you may be thinking, well, why is that the case? Why do we need to shed blood if, in order to have forgiveness? So, Romans 6.23 actually takes an interesting perspective on this. And I was kind of doing research for this episode, and I found this, and I, I came across it, and it was actually really interesting to me because it was something that I hadn't even known myself. And it says, For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. 
So just stopping at the first couple of words, it says, for the wages of sin is death. And we saw that last week when we were talking about sin and the origin of sin, right? That it said in Romans chapter 5 that when Adam had sinned, right, death had spread to everyone for everyone had sinned because sin brings death. And so we see that, right? The wages of sin is death. And so you may be thinking, okay, well, yeah, sin leads to death, but we're not just talking about, you know, physical death or anything like that. We're talking about a spiritual death, right? Because remember, that affected Adam's relationship and every human's relationship afterwards with God, right? So that was kind of the distance that was put between humanity and God was sin, right? Sin was that barrier. And so going back to that verse in Hebrews, when it talks about without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. Okay, well, the term shedding blood is a way of referring to death and that without it, there is no forgiveness of sins. And blood has to be shed because the wages of sin is death. Now, I'm not really sure if that makes sense to you, but it kind of struck me because I was like, I always knew that, you know, people would sacrifice animals and I always knew that Jesus had to die in order to forgive, provide forgiveness for our sins, that he would be the ultimate sacrifice for our sins, that we could have eternal life with God and have a relationship with God. But I never knew the significance that shedding blood or that his death would be significant and so you may be thinking okay well why is it that you know all those animals couldn't do it well hebrews 10 um, verses 1 through 4 it says the old system under the law of moses was only a shadow a dim preview of the things to come not the good things themselves the sacrifices under that system were repeated again and again year after year so this is right talking about the sacrifice of animals but they were never able to provide perfect cleansing for those who came to worship if they could have provided perfect cleansing, the sacrifices would have stopped. For the worshippers would have never for the worshippers would have been purified once for all time, and their feelings of guilt would have disappeared. But instead these sacrifices actually reminded them of their sins year after year, for it is not possible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sins. So right there and then we see that the sacrifice of animals in those times, though it was God's command, are kinda foreshadowing right the death of jesus that would be the ultimate sacrifice because his blood was enough right those animals weren't enough and if you read the bible and you kind of go through it um i don't know what your history is with the bible or how much you've read it or your knowledge in it but everything in the bible whether it be in the old testament or the new testament points to jesus and so we see in hebrews right this is the new testament's pointing and talking about Everything in the Old Testament, right, the sacrifices, it pointed to Jesus when it foreshadowed what would be to come, which was Jesus dying on the cross for our sins. And so we see that and we see that, okay, well, the animals weren't enough, obviously. And then so Jesus was because Jesus was perfect. He was the perfect sacrifice that his blood covers our sin and his death brought spiritual life because the wages of sin was death and if you think about it you know we honestly deserve a lot more than what we may experience and so you may be thinking okay well i'm not that bad x y and z but here's the thing is that we should have deserved so much more and because of what jesus has done on the cross we are now able to live 
and have eternal life. And that's just not meaning live on this earth because honestly, everything on this earth is temporary. It's all going to fade away at the end of the day. If you think about it, no one actually knows how long they're going to live. No one actually lives forever. You now have eternal life because of what Jesus did. And you may be thinking, okay, well, I've never actually had a chance to be with God or to have that relationship with God. You know, I'm not big on church. I don't really like church. In fact, you know, none of my friends are even Christian, so I don't understand the big deal. Let me tell you, the love of God is so extravagant. It is so infinite that we can't even comprehend, you know, how much he loves us. But even those moments where we get to experience his love is honestly the best things ever. And so if you've never even been to a church, I would encourage you to just attend a service or even go on YouTube and go listen to some really good preachers. Billy Graham is one of the most famous Christian preachers out there and he has done amazing things through his ministry. But I just want to encourage you to go out and to listen to the good news of Jesus. And again, the good news is that even though we deserve all of the stuff that we are never able to repay on our own, that God made a way because he loved us so much that he would be willing to send his one and only son to die for us, to cover the sins of all humanity, everything that we would do, everything that we will do for his kingdom, and that we could have eternal life and that relationship with him. So now we're going to jump to Romans chapter 3, verse 25 and 26. And it says, For God presented Jesus as the sacrifice for sin. People are made right with God when they believe that Jesus sacrificed his life, shedding his blood. This sacrifice shows that God was being fair when he held back and did not punish those who sinned in times past. For he was looking ahead and including them in what he would do in this present time. God did this to demonstrate his righteousness. For he himself is fair and just, and he makes sinners right in his sight, when they believe in Jesus. So this again talks about Jesus being that sacrifice for us and that his blood is enough, right? It covers everything that all of our sins died on the cross with him and that now we are able to have free and abundant life with him. And so, you know, we see in John chapter 14 verse 6 Jesus is talking and he says I am the way the truth and the life no one can come to the father except through me that that goes back to the verse that we just read that you know when we believe in Jesus we are able to have eternal life that without him sin is separating us from God until we've received that forgiveness that free gift that God graciously gave to us that we don't deserve that we are now able to have that relationship with God and to have that relationship with Jesus when we accept him and believe in him that he died for us. And so I just want to read to you um, something that while I was reading this uh, is Romans uh, chapter 5 verses 15 through 19. And you know this kind of goes back to what we talked about last week when we're going with what the serpent had said and how it went against what God had said. That temptation and sin ultimately you know, brought a lot of things that Adam and Eve that now humanity faces that we have to deal with. And and so we read that sin brought shame, uh, guilt, and death, right? And then in this verse we're about to read, it's going to show us that, you know, Jesus and being able to have the relationship with him brings the opposite of everything that sin brought. It brings forgiveness, it brings freedom, it brings joy, it brings life. And so we're just going to read this really quick. It says, verse 15, But there is a great difference between Adam's sin 
and God's gracious gift. For the sin of this one man, Adam, brought death to many, but even greater is God's wonderful grace and his gift of forgiveness to many through this other man, Jesus Christ. And the result of God's gracious gift is very different from the result of that of one man's sin. For Adam's sin led to condemnation, but God's free gift leads to our being made right with God, even though we are guilty of many sins. For the sin of this one man, Adam, caused death to rule over many, but even greater is God's wonderful grace and his gift of righteousness. For all who receive it will live in triumph over sin and death through this one man, Jesus Christ. Yes, Adam's one sin brings condemnation for everyone, but Christ's one act of righteousness brings a right relationship with God and a new life for everyone. Because one person disobeyed God, many became sinners. But because one other person obeyed God, many will be made righteous. And that is so powerful because that one action that we read last week and that we just read again brought so much stuff that we weren't, you know, supposed to deal with, that we weren't supposed to be exposed to. And that barrier between humanity and God was now sin. And then when Jesus died on the cross and his blood was shed for us and he experienced death for three days that now that barrier of sin goes away when you believe in god when you receive right his forgiveness by accepting jesus into your heart and that is the good news that is what we call the gospel that is the pinnacle of christianity it's believing and knowing that you are forgiven despite what you've done despite what you will do that it is covered on the cross now that doesn't necessarily mean that you should keep sinning because god's grace and god's love covers everything that you have done and that you will do that doesn't mean that we should keep living in our sins and so it also says in romans chapter 6 uh i think it's verse 16 it says don't you realize that you become the slave of whatever you choose to obey you can be a slave to sin, which leads to death, or you can choose to obey God, which leads to righteous living. So it's not only just receiving God's forgiveness and, and having that relationship with Jesus, but it's also about being able to repent and or turn right from that sinful nature and turn towards God and start following him and being more like him. Of course, we're never going to be perfect and we're never going to reach perfection, but it's the fact of where your heart is at. If you have received his forgiveness, but you are still a slave to sin and still continue to do things that maybe you shouldn't be doing, you know, that you maybe feel like you shouldn't be doing, but you still do them anyways, it's super important that we continue to follow after God after we've received his forgiveness. Because you should be able to realize that what God has done, what God has given us, this free gift of salvation is more important it's more significant more satisfying more abundant than what sin could ever offer you and that is the lie that many people face is the fact that sin brings more than what god has to offer and so i will tell you it's not easy and it's super difficult to be able to live what we would call that christian lifestyle but the truth is that no one's perfect and you are going to mess up and you are going to make mistakes and that is okay because, you know, as long as you're trying to be more like God and to, and to do what he's called you to do, and by um, being more like God, I mean like kind of obeying God, right? Doing 
what he commands us to do and what he tells us to do. It's not to harm us, but it's only to help us grow more in our relationship with him and to turn us more away from sin and its grip that it's trying to have on us. And so next week, we're going to be talking about the struggle that we deal with when it comes to sin, that even after you're saved, you're going to struggle with sin. And it's it's not really something that I feel like gets talked about a lot because a lot of people think that Christians are perfect and that you have to be perfect. But the truth is that we all struggle with sin in different ways. And so that is what we're going to be covering next week. Now, before we end this episode, I just want to cover something else that, you know, a lot of people ask, you know, if God knew all along that we would sin and that nothing we would ever do would be enough, why didn't he just make it so that we would have a relationship with God already? Why did he have to send his son down to die for us? Why didn't he just make it so we were all perfect and we never sinned? Well, the truth is that God gave us the ability to have free will. This is because he didn't want our forced love he didn't want us to love him because we had to but because we want to that's it for this episode i hope you enjoyed it and i just pray that god would continue to use you and whatever he's placed on your heart through this message i pray that you would be able to live it out in truth now if you've never had the opportunity to know jesus or to accept him as your lord and savior I just encourage you to reach out to us, um, DM us on Instagram or on Facebook. Our handle is at Deep Thoughts with Darby. And I would love to talk to you and help you take those next steps in establishing that relationship with God. It's nothing crazy. God's gift is free to all of us. And so I would just love to talk to you about it and um, help you guys take that next step. And so Uh, I look forward to being able to share the last episode of our series, Sin and the Savior, next week where we talk about struggling with sin. 